It is Monday, March 1st. Happy Monday, March 1st of our new year, which is 2021. Um, Today, I have two incredible people on the podcast with me today. Uh, One of them is my cousin, and the other is her boyfriend, Taylor and Kevin. And uh, Taylor is an artist uh, in Toronto, and Kevin is a comedian um he is actually quite prominent in the Toronto scene when it was still around uh and they are very spiritual people and they have helped me a lot with things spiritually in my life and um today we're not not so much going to be touching upon spirituality it's kind of interconnected but today we are going to be talking about drugs and psychedelics and mushrooms and x-men and magic and ayahuasca and just all these amazing and really really fun things um that you know they've had experience with and i've had experience with and uh really this episode is for people who maybe haven't tried these things and want to know a little bit more of what's it about or want to use these drugs to enhance their own spirituality like Kevin says at one point to open up the heart center and you know what I think that we just have a really really amazing episode today I think this is the longest one I've ever recorded and I hope you guys enjoy this as much as I do and did so let's just jump right in here and welcome to today's episode Hi, my name is Kate Luna, and welcome to And What About It, the podcast I made for me that I get to share with you. Thank you for talking with me today. I love you both very much, and I'm very excited because we are going to be talking about something really, really fun, um, which is drugs and psychedelics. That's not fun. Nobody <laughs> should do drugs. Ever. My favorite. <laughs> yeah, I'm super excited. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I've never done, and I've never gone beyond shrooms, and I've never done something where I'm going to say like synthetic. Like I've never done molly. I've never done cocaine. Like I've, I've never done any of those things. I've only ever like had like coffee alcohol and we're gonna that because those are both drugs um and uh and like marijuana and shrooms like that's it mm-hmm. that's all i've done well i'm glad to hear you haven't touched the synthetics because i mean molly mdma i i don't think is as much synthetic as like cocaine because no it's still synthesized is it yeah it's, yeah. Kind of, it's made in a lab oh Anything so made like in the LSD lab is synthesized, yeah. Right. Yeah. It's all... See, I wasn't sure, because when we get it, it's like comes in a rock form. A rock? Yeah, so it's like a rock that um, we have to like grind into a powder. Yeah, I mean, you can get it in a rock or a powder or whatever. It depends where you oh, yeah. where you get it from, how people sell it. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we've we've had quite a bit of experience in... And yeah, I've I've played with them. I'll say this to to for anybody that is listening, you don't have to do this stuff. You really don't have to. If you're able to tap into like I I didn't have to, but I did and I'm thankful that I did cuz it helped me open up a lot of different things. 
like I think it helped me open up my my heart center, mm-hmm. I guess, mm-hmm. right? Because I was very, you know, uh, a very particular person before. Um. So yeah, so I feel like it does definitely help you open up uh, certain doors. But if you have those doors already open, like if you're like you, I would say you've done mushrooms. Yeah. And, and how did you take? How did you like it? Oh, I, it was amazing. Yeah. Like I love, I love it. It feel, it feel more creative. I feel happier. Like afterwards, if I'm like suffering with like anxiety, or if I have like if I'm having a depressive episode, yeah. And you know, like I'll either microdose, uh, or you know, have if I feel like I have to have enough to you know like have a trip, and then the next, like, eat, like it, it that feeling of just like overall balance could last like at least up to two weeks for me mm-hmm. afterwards like mm-hmm. it has a very positive effect on me because it just makes me realize that like whatever the fuck it is that i was upset about or worried about or whatever was going on mm-hmm. inside my head like in the grand scheme of things like just doesn't matter mm. yeah that's a good way to put it yeah sure. definitely puts things into perspective Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say too that you don't necessarily need to do anything else like you don't know because you're mm-hmm. very in tune to a lot of things mm-hmm. like I needed it in order to get in tune right mm-hmm. because I was not in tune right like yeah. I didn't know and the we, world we mean, that like, you guys here. Yeah, yeah the spiritual stuff the 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 magic the witchcraft mm-hmm. all that stuff that you guys have always kind of um, that you guys have always been a, a strong part of you've mm-hmm. had a bond with I never had that. I was very anti that and I was very much uh I would like poke holes in those ideas right before. So that allowed me to experience something all new that let me get a deeper sense of of understanding. Mhm. You know? Yeah. Yeah, definitely me too. I mean, I smoked weed since I was like 14 years old and that was always like very mild, never like crazy and I never had like epiphanies off of it and I never really took it very seriously but and then not till I met Kevin was when I tried mushrooms for the first time Mm -hmm. um that opened my mind for the first time to just the realizations of of the societal conditioning that that we're kind of exposed to yeah and I was like holy shit like oh now i see like mm-hmm. we're this is a a rat race like i was able it it allows you to look zoom out and look at the big picture and and really get a a kind of a full scope of of what's happening around you yeah um oh because like money means your, nothing yeah and all know? of your senses are heightened too Yes. Like you feel you feel everything. You feel yeah. everything. Yes. You feel a bigger connectedness to, to everything around you. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like even right down to things. Yeah. Like a, a wooden table. You yes. start to realize like, man, this thing is It's alive. Yeah. yeah. There's yeah. a vibration to yes. it. It yeah. has a it has a, a yeah. thing. It's 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 part of us. Yeah, yeah. I remember when I first did them, that was with my ex boyfriend and we were at my old apartment. And I remember looking out the window and I was looking at the trees and they were like breathing in CO2 and exhaling oxygen. Like I was like Mm. seeing that process take hold in front of me. And I was like, you know, I mean, I grew up on a farm. Obviously, my perspective on trees is not their inanimate objects, but it just made me feel like I was like, oh, my God, like I feel like 
like I, I feel like my spirit is like connecting with this mm-hmm. you know it's yeah. like it's like I feel like I'm not I'm no longer viewing you as like a species separate from me right exactly yeah. that's like the biggest thing is like oh man we're literally all connected even to this cup here yeah this is the same things that I am made of at the very core level it we're all made of the same atoms mm-hmm. moving at different speeds of vibration so this because it's hard Mm -hmm. is moving at a very slow vibration yeah that we can't even comprehend and so when we touch it it's all just it feels solid to us because it's moving so slowly but you can find that throughout every kind of um level of of existence it's like okay yes the bee vibrates at a way different vibration than we do yeah and so it vibrates to the point where it can move its wings and vibrate to fly yeah, it right? should be Because even people say it impossible. shouldn't be able... Yeah. yeah. In in flight, in the theory of flight, it should be the wings are too small, the bee yeah. is too heavy. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. But it manages to buzz at a certain uh, frequency that it's able to um, blast off into these into these heights, mm-hmm. right? So, um, yeah, it's yeah. very interesting. It kind, of, it kind of starts to let you understand uh, the bigger idea in things like uh, Kung Fu... Yeah. And, and that sort of stuff where where that martial arts training is like how do you punch through wood or through concrete and, yes. and that stuff it's almost like and you see them they're always tense and they're yeah shaking and stuff it's almost like they know how to vibrate their body right to mm-hmm. where they can match or beat even that that vibration of the wood and the concrete yes mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah and I think that's why a lot of people get over their anxieties or depression when they're on mushrooms, not only because of the kind of uh, the realizations and the, the epiphanies they may have um, personally through emotional, but also that you understand, okay, I can vibrate. Okay, I can relax. You finally are like, oh, I can relax. Mm-hmm. The worries aren't there. Like the yes. worries ease off. And, oh, I can exist without worrying. Like, these yeah. worries don't mean anything. It just puts everything into this perspective where I can now vibrate at a, a slower speed so that my... Because when you're vibrating too high, that's when... Anxiety is a high vibration. Yeah. You know? So, it, it, yeah. It, it really makes you realize those things. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I, I totally agree. Because I remember even when I did when I did shrooms that first time... Um, I had all these canvases laid out, but I uh, felt like the acrylic paint that I had yes. on its own was too thick and stiff. Yeah. Mm. So I then added water to it to make it more of like a watercolor. And I, I'm not a watercolor artist. Like I do not use watercolors. Yeah. I think the last time I used watercolors was like probably ninth grade. You know, when you're forced to use watercolors because mm-hmm. they're trying to teach you about all the theory of art or whatever Mm -hmm. and I remember I just was like okay fuck it and I did this like amazing what the one that I showed you the yeah yeah, the dragonfly yeah it was kind of like really sick thing yeah Yeah. and I had and I put nail polish on it and just literally whatever I could grab around me I was putting it on the canvas yeah and like I really love your mixed media like you just go wild and it's it honestly they come out phenomenal yeah. like so beautiful and then even um like a couple weeks ago I, I i was you know 
I was having a period where like I wasn't getting any sleep because I was you know really upset about something that was going on in my life and I was like mm -hmm. okay well I'm not sleeping over this I need to sleep and I was like well the only way that I can sleep is if I like release this from myself and if I would like release this like anger that I have for myself and I was like mm -hmm. okay well I need to like do something with that but it was like three in the morning I didn't want to paint so I microdosed and I ended up just grabbing like Crayola pencils mm -hmm. and I did that self-portrait of myself where like I've got like a nosebleed and it's like all with like yellow and red pencil crayons. Did I show you oh, that you one? You did not show me oh, that. Oh, here, wait. I'll show, I'll, here, wait. I'll, I've got it here. I'll show you. Okay. But it was like a very like dark version of me uh -huh. that I was like, yeah, that's how I feel right now. And then the next day... Wow. Yeah, I like felt so much better. Mm. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, and it was just like in my notebook and I was just like, okay, let's just, you know. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Very interesting. You released, and, and that's another important um, thing you just brought up is mm -hmm. that for people who haven't done psychedelics or whatever it is that going in with an intention is very, very important mm -hmm. and, and making sure that intention's clear and, you know, what that you're prepared yeah shrooms are very powerful because i feel like when i talk to you know my friends who will just like try and do it recreationally and they're like oh nope i had a super bad trip mm -hmm. i never want to do it again and mm -hmm. i'm like well where were you who were you with exactly. like what what was the vibe because if yeah. everyone else is all like off the rockers on cocaine or whatever and mm -hmm. you're you know the only and you've already been drinking or maybe you smoked a little bit of weed earlier and you're at like in a basement exactly. apartment <laughs> like yes you're gonna have a bad trip yes I'm, I'm sorry to tell you yes it shows you truth yeah so if you're in a bad vibe and you can then feel all these energies magnified so if you're in a place where the, it's a little sketchy or the people are a little off or you're, you don't even really know them or whatever, you're going to have a weird trip. Like, it's just set and setting is, mm -hmm. like, your major factors here. And then, um, yeah, that's huge because – and you're going to – so basically you're going to be dealing with emotional things you might have to deal with. Yeah. So be somewhere where – You're comfortable. You're comfortable and that's mm -hmm. going to be okay to happen. Yeah. And you trust the people around you, you know? I agree. <laughs> I agree. Um, yeah. I was told that, and no, I've never, I, I've never done Molly, so I don't know. But when I first started therapy and then I started getting into drugs, my therapist was like, okay, well, I'm going to let you know that you should stay away from, like, Molly uh, mm -hmm. because it might, whether I feel how like shrooms kind of releases my mm. depression and anxiety. She was like, and this is why I've always stayed away from it. And she's like, there is a downside to like Molly where if you have these kinds of, like if you suffer from this, the yeah. crash the next day yeah. is going to be really, really powerful. And yeah. it, it, it might, and also uh, there, you know, like addiction and alcoholism like runs through my family. So I've just always kind of been a little... That's true. Careful with that. Yeah, but, and that's very yeah. mature of you to do that. And mm -hmm. very... Yeah. But, um, like, do you... Have you ever experienced that with Molly? Or, like, like a, the next day where you're just like, fuck my life? Because I've heard that from so many people where they're like, it's amazing. While I was in it, I was having the time of my life. And then the next morning, all I wanted to do was do it again because I hated the way I felt. Mm. Um, 
I think that comes down, a lot of that comes down to the problem with it being illegal. Mm. Because then it makes people do things and make it incorrectly. Because I think that's what the main difference is. Right. I think that uh, I've had really great experiences on it. Mm-hmm. The only time I've had poor experiences is where uh, when I consumed something where I didn't know where it came from. Not where it came. Yeah, like the source was untrusted. Right. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. I yeah. guess I never know where it came from because I, I don't, you know, I don't know how it's made. Yeah. So someone has yeah. to make it. But. When I've I've been given it and people have told me it was clean, I don't think it's a placebo. You know, it really feels like you're getting a, a, a cleaner source. It looked like a different color. Then if you, I got one once uh, at an event and it was given to me and it looked different and they said it was, was Molly and you're like, I guess I'm familiar with it. I felt really uh, down on myself the next day mm-hmm. and... Uh, yeah, it made me um, it made me really look at it differently, right? But that I, I really feel like, you know, if it was if it was properly uh, controlled, then I think that uh, addiction's always going to be an issue mm-hmm. with everything. I think anything that makes us feel good is addicting. Yeah, love well, is addicting. Yeah, you know everything. Addicting. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Anything that gives us a, a good feeling, um, anything that gives us a good feeling is very. Uh, addicting so addiction problems I think is uh, within the individual and I think a lot of it has to do with our society our society makes us addicted right because our society plays a big role in scaring the shit out of us and Mm -hmm. and you know putting us in these positions where we feel like where there's not much left so we resort Mm -hmm. to some of these things and then you be you become dependent on it when you realize that uh, you know you almost need it just to function because it may it makes you feel good. So, so, mm-hmm. um, yeah. <laughs> you really know things lacking. That when, is a danger yeah. for sure. Yeah. Like I could say it's been, it's been, it's been a few years now, maybe since I've done Molly. Mm-hmm. Um, and for no real reason in particular, the last time I did it, I had a really good time. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, now there's nowhere to even go. So I wouldn't, I've yeah. never really done it and just stayed home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Been like that. Yeah, I so, feel like Molly is definitely one of those. Like, I saw this tweet that was like, you don't miss going to concerts, you miss doing Molly with your friends. <laughs> that's, a, that's a great way to put it, yeah. I think that's a, a, a big part. And, um... Yeah, it's it's definitely a... I definitely see it being used for therapies, like, because it, 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 it gives you no choice but to love. Mm. You love to your fullest extent. Mm-hmm. Um, because you have so much serotonin, like it just, but that, that's, it depletes you of your serotonin because you basically get this giant shot of it. Right. And then you use it all up and then that's why they say the next day you feel like shit. Yeah. I never experienced feeling like shit off Molly because I didn't, when, when I did Molly, I didn't drink either. I would be off water. So right. yes. if you mix alcohol yes. and Molly, it might make you I feel agree. really shitty. Yeah. I think, I think an important part in general to all things is you should be aware of because I, I, I started a lot of this stuff. I tried it for the first time very late. It was never introduced to me. Like, I've, I've never done cocaine in my life. Mm-hmm. I've never had an interest in it. Yeah. Um, what's funny is the first time it was ever uh, shown to me, the first time I've ever came across it in person, like I, I've, I've heard about it throughout my you know youth, but the only time I actually physically came across it where I was in a situation where it was being done was uh, when I worked at the bank. 
And it really? was, yeah, that was the first time I've ever seen it. That is it was, not what I was expecting to hear. I, I know. And I, I was doing comedy even at the time. Yeah. You know, that was like the even bigger shocker was that I didn't even see it in comedy until, like, I saw it in the bank before I saw it in the oh entertainment industry. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that, I think that says a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but that was the first time I've ever seen it. So, uh, I've just never had an interest in that. And I've, and I've always just informed myself. I'm not judging anybody that does it. I'm not, I've just, I've never felt a need to do it. Everything that. Well, yeah, I feel like after seeing somebody shoot a line of cocaine at the bank. It's just, not, like, not just at the bank, I'm, but yeah. like it was bank, bank parties and stuff, you know, yeah. after hours. It's not like during, uh, I'm not saying there's, maybe there is. I, I don't know. Just off the counter. I'll take like deposit 20 bucks. Yeah. Just so you can roll it up. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah, same here. And I, I never like, yeah, I yeah, was I never into that stuff. I tried it when on my birthday, and um, it was so underwhelming and short lived and just boring to me. Like, yeah, um, gave me no interesting. And but same thing happened after I start after I did psychedelics when I was like twenty three. After that, alcohol just was not nearly as interesting, and I just mm. slowly like to this day, I barely drink at all ever. Yeah. Um, it just makes you, and I, I had never even been spiritual, um, mm. before that point. It, it put me on the path to, I'd never even, I'd never known meditation. Yeah. I'd never practiced it. Um, obviously I'd heard, you know, you hear, I grew up Catholic in a Catholic school. My parents were never religious, but, um, but we became spiritual later on. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so so that really opened the doors to the other side for me for to to beyond death. When the first time I did LSD was the most eye-opening experience I've ever had in my life like hands down. And and LSD continues to break those other than love. Like love and LSD have been the most impactful. Um but but LSD, I think, put me on a, a, a road to deeper loving. Like, because I was able to be on, get on the road to loving myself. And mm-hmm. that's, like, the beautiful part of psychedelics is that they bring you home. They they show you. they So you remember. Mm-hmm. And then, and then you, you... It's so impactful that you spend... That becomes your new purpose doesn't matter what you what path you were on before once you get a taste of remembering yourself and remembering love and that that's all that matters and that's all you're made of is like Mm -hmm. that's what becomes everything Mm -hmm. after that how can I get there how can I stay in that state what do I have to do now in my life to to have that as a more permanent state of being, basically. Right. Yeah, it's... Um, and w- the first time I took it, was it was so clear to me right away. This was probably the... Okay, the first thing that happened was familiarity. Just, oh, I'm home. Mm. Oh, yeah. You remember right away oh it's just that feeling of um 
basically death is just not worrying. Yeah. That's basically what they the sensation. It's it's having every worry taken away. Which is interesting because when I smoke too much weed, all I can think about is death and like what ha- what's going to happen to me after I die. Yeah. And I go and I go through like this loop cycle in my head where I'm like where I'm like everything is energy and we're all connected and like it's gonna be fine and you're just gonna move on to the next plane but then I'm like wait no but I like it here yeah I don't want to leave yet I still have more things to do wait yeah. but uh, what's gonna happen like you know mm-hmm. like what what is it gonna be like for me to not be in my physical right. body and then I start to freak out and then I will like you know yes. have to eat something to make me be less high <laughs> no and that's a really cool experience to have and, and many of us do that's very normal you know and it's and then you go through many deaths um, mm. after that is, is, is so many deaths mm-hmm. and you will, you will go through those anyways in life mm. when you grow, but man, the amount of, of you just, you just want to keep killing your old self because yeah. you, you do, you just, you keep getting better. Mm-hmm. And then, and those feelings are very normal of this dread. Oh my God, I'm actually dying and you get scared. Oh my God. But that's just an ego death. Right. Yeah. That's all that is. Yeah. Yeah. And so you're coming out as like a newer, more beautiful, less egoic yeah human would either of you two ever do ayahuasca we we we've uh done a journey uh together uh, in a group setting mm-hmm. um it was uh it was interesting it wasn't in the amazon mm-hmm. it was uh, you know in canada mm-hmm. but it was uh in a group setting there was a shaman there he he made sure that people were good it was interesting it was definitely interesting. It was, uh, uh, it was healing. It was, it was all things that uh, they tell you ayahuasca will be. Yeah. But for me personally, I would, I would rather, I, I like the way other psychedelics uh, handle you, right. or you handle the psychedelics. Like there was a point where, um, <laughs> where you, where you. Are like you get to this point because you're drinking this uh, root, yeah, and and this plant from from South America. Yeah, it's a root and a vine grew yes. together, and and together creates. And and it's it's a plant that had to that the, the story goes the plant had to tell the people how to make it, mm. right? Because okay. the way they made this, it put them in touch with. Uh, higher dimensions uh, higher beings mm-hmm. and it gave them a direct connection to some kind of source right that that you know these South American natives felt that they were a part of they were very much a part of nature they they understood the way the world works um, and it was very uh, it's it's very interesting how they managed to figure that brew out did they try mm-hmm. a bunch of different ones? Because it's basically poisonous. Yeah. Um, separated. And oh, so, so okay. you poison yeah. your body and they found a way to get it so that the way it mixes in your stomach is correctly enough that it, it really, um, that it, it does something to you where it, it wakes your body up differently, but you will go through a point and this is where, you know, they even give you the guidelines to do it. It's a, you have to take on a strict diet. You have to, yeah. You know, uh, you have to prepare yourself. Yeah, you have to yeah. abstain, yeah. abstain all these things Alcohol, correctly. caffeine, alcohol, sex, sex is even one of the things yeah. you have to abstain from. And uh, there were even like very strict dietary restrictions that I didn't even follow in mm-hmm. particular. So, um, yeah, you have to expel those. You have to your system has to clean that out. Mm-hmm. And I literally ended up uh, p- 
puking and shitting at the same time. Oh. That's that's one of the things. Yeah. Some people get one, some people get the other, some people <laughs> are lucky enough to get both. Um, so that is something where you're like, you do have to, it, it's all set up yeah. to like, you know, they, they yeah. let you know. And like, it's are not all a of surprise. you in the same room and you're all yes. like puking and shitting We all together. have our little buckets. Yeah, there's a little bucket, yeah. but it's not, you it's know, not like it's not like uncontrollable. Nothing... Yeah. Yes. So it's not like, oh my God, I'm going to shit everywhere this instant, <laughs> you know. No, you feel you're it very coming controlled. on. So yeah. you're like, I got to yeah. deal with this, but, but yeah. it's still a very, and they, they even say it's true too that. And it, and it is true, or from my experience, that you you feel a lot better afterwards. Like, mm. it's a very oh, yeah. relieving uh, expulsion. Like, it's, yeah. you know, and it's, it's very it's gentle. Cleansing. I hear a lot of people, like, when they do ayahuasca, um, they will, like, see, they, like, see their greatest fear. And they have mm. to, like, overcome their greatest fear. Yeah, that's, that's, so they say, like, but they also, so there is such a process to ayahuasca. Mm -hmm. We had one night with it, mm -hmm. one session, and, and that's usually, like, and there was a, quite a bit of people in the room. Yeah. There was about 20 people. Oh, wow. So it's like, use so the ideal conditions is, is, obviously you're in the natural environment, which would be, like, the Amazon, a rainforest, mm -hmm. um, with a guide who is, in like who's a, a shaman who is like crossed over to the other side like thousands of times and then you would have multiple days with this medicine so you need multiple yeah. sessions yeah. Mm. you one session cracks a little bit open yeah, yeah it's like a sample perfume uh, yeah. you know what i mean yes, so you're yeah. like oh wow this is great smells nice this is yeah. and then you're like uh but you need a little more you if more. you want if you need to, yes. you know, yeah. it's really like having one therapy session one, where you're yeah. just like getting to know each other. Yes. Yeah. And you've barely even done, yeah. Yeah, done anything. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's, and, and yeah. And you want to make, cause, and it can be distracting because people are going through other people, like people handle it differently too. So yeah, I think if I was tripping out on any kind of drug and somebody was puking and shitting next to me, I, I, I don't think I'd be able to handle anything that was going on. Yeah, I mean, at least have some space between the two of you. So yeah, you but like can... even in the same room, like there's no way I'd be like that. I'm out. <laughs> I, you're so consumed within your yeah. own mm -hmm. thing. What's going on? It's like other people puking. It's like that's nothing. But when people are having like a full trip and they're just like getting out, like yeah, pain, like yeah. pain that's been there for so so long, mm -hmm. and you kind of aren't at that spot. It's very like that kind of becomes this. Um, what you focus on, mm -hmm. and and then and then you're distracted from actually what's going on within. So yeah, it, there were there were a few distractions where you're seeing like other people getting going through their thing, but mm -hmm. then it's also taking away from your thing. Yeah. So it's almost like you know, and it's hard because there wasn't enough shaman, I guess, to mm -hmm. to keep everybody right, like yeah. mm -hmm. you know give enough attention to each person. Yeah. And, and yeah. then you because people do definitely need to be guided through yes. it. It wouldn't yes. be something, and it's not a party drug at all. No. It's not like do this and go to a festival, drink no it out of no. It's no. not like Can you it's not like that. <laughs> imagine you ask at a festival at porta parties and you're oh Christ. Um, but yeah, it's it's. Uh, I want to say this. There was there was uh, one of the most things I, the things I found most interesting was there was a mother and a son there. Oh wow! And the and the son was he was like eighteen. Yeah, he was eighteen. Yeah. He was in college or something. Mm -hmm. And I just thought that was really neat, man. And his mother was an immigrant, and wow. it was like 
they did it as this way to uh just to, to yeah to yeah. connect better and it and it was very powerful it worked yeah. and that was very uh incredible to see too you know what i mean i, I couldn't even think of the idea of like being telling my mom to to yeah you know do psychedelics and we were like we're gonna go on a, a trip yeah I can't even with smoke the weed around my dad right so so it's uh it was very neat to see and they were uh they were Indian so it was like cool it was a culturally they were just like cool with it they wow. understood it and they had respect towards it and they were very mm-hmm. spiritual people to begin with so it it allowed them to just grow deeper with that which was very mm-hmm. powerful to see yeah and, and kind of be. Uh, involved in that experience mm. yeah cool. it, it really showed you like it showed me at least because when that distraction is going on in the moment I was like I was pissed I was like man I'm not getting like I don't I'm not getting my time with myself because I'm mm-hmm. this you know and that just showed like that just shows you how much I I had to learn and, and you know still have to learn because I was just like because it's not always about you sometimes yeah. And that, you know, that mother and son got to have a beautiful experience and other people got to have a really beautiful experience and they really, you know, got through a lot of stuff. Mm. And so it's like, it's, it just showed, like I, I showed myself, it was like, it was selfish of me to think that way because they, he got a lot out of it. Yeah. They got a lot out of it. And, and, and just because it wasn't, and I even still did, but in the moment it was just like, oh, you know, like distracting I can't you know I can't focus on my own emotional like what I need to go through but it it just that wasn't my it wasn't my trip it wasn't about me at that moment yeah and and you that's what you have to learn too Mm. it's not always you know most of the time yeah you're gonna get something really cool Mm -hmm. and and I also want to want to pre-emphasis this is that a bad trip is just if you can if you can be honest with yourself and don't fight it a bad trip is you dealing with something that you need to deal with about yourself it's it's something that that it's trying to it's always trying to tell you something it's always trying to give you a message well that was like the second time i did shrooms was not in my apartment. That was at my ex's place. And I told you about that time. Yeah. Where I was like actually hallucinating like spiders falling out down from the ceiling and like his eyes were like black. And he was like, What's wrong with you? And I was like, <laughs> Um, you're a fucking demon <laughs> is, what, is what my body is trying to tell me mm. right now. Yeah. hundred percent. It's yeah. It took me a long time to figure that out, but yeah. you know, it's okay. That's okay, but that's how it it has to go. But and that might have just set off the path of Oh, it definitely realization did. Yeah. for you of like, oh my god, okay, there's something maybe a little deeper here. That... Yeah, because every time some, every time I go into an argument, I would always think about it and always be like, man, mm-hmm. I was like, that's I that happened for a reason. Like I saw those things for a reason. A hundred percent. Because it was like he literally had snakes in his hair and like you know like it wow. was like it was fucked. Yeah, yeah. It's it like was... fucking the male Medusa. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, that's some heavy shit. Yeah, and and exactly, and that stuff happens. And then when you, you and, and people are like, oh, I saw these things. It's like, yeah, you envision them in your head, and you you go to a place sometimes within your own mind where you're dealing with things, mm-hmm. um, and you can be taken to these emotional places. I definitely, I've experienced my own personal hell because I wasn't, I was in a place where I had, I this was in the very beginning when I first started taking psychedelics. Yeah. 
and I was just I my my views were still very materialistic and it gave me a kick in the ass yeah it sent me to my own hell where there was no love no f- emotion it, I just felt that I was in this gray box mm. with nothing like it and it wasn't just nothing where it's like oh nothing like nice nothing it's like yeah. no it was void of of emotion and void of warmth and like in spongebob when squidward is like alone and it's just like alone 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 exactly yeah exactly and it's just like it's just this place where nothing grew yeah nothing could grow because there was nothing yeah there there was was nothing. nothing and if there was anything it was only fear and just agitation yeah and as soon as i accepted uh I said, okay, if I'm here, then I deserve to be here. As soon as I accepted that, where I was, and that I had, okay, I accept this, I deserve this, mm-hmm. I shot out of that place instantly. Yeah. I, as soon as I shot out, bright light got me out of there. God, if you, if you can accept and call upon the higher consciousness the the higher intelligence that was mm-hmm. yeah you know that created the universe that's you know that's all around us that is love whatever you want to call it 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 will never abandon you no matter what you do that's what the lesson that it taught me mm-hmm. no matter what you do if you call for me if you want to be out if you're in a place that is too dark and that you think there is no hope at all, call upon me and mm-hmm. I will I will save you, but you have to save yourself and accept, accept, accept it. Because yeah. if you're in denial, you're you're still not you're not seeing it. And and you can't you can't move away if if you're denying something. You can't free yourself if you can't look at it truthfully, you know? So um yeah, that was a terrifying, terrifying trip. Mm-hmm. But one of my best trips, uh, one of my most impactful. And uh, so when people say, oh, bad trip, I'm like, we need bad trips. Yeah. Just just mm-hmm. learn from it. Yeah, um, well, and I always tell that to everyone too, like especially all my girlfriends were like, oh, you know, like, I don't want to start talking to this person or I don't want to, like, get into this because I'm afraid of what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you do realize that, like, you're going to be around for, like, a really long fucking time, most mm-hmm. likely. Like, mm-hmm. something something bad is going to happen to you multiple times during your life. So if yes. you want to be, like, afraid of anything bad happening to you, like, I'm sorry, but you have a lot of disappointment coming your way. Yes. Yes. You're going to get hurt constantly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, suffering is part of life. It's a huge part of life, and it's a, it's it's learning. Like if we didn't suffer, we wouldn't learn. That's yeah. true. I feel like that gray area sometimes is just the world we live in. You know that place where you yeah. feel like because mm-hmm. uh, it's hard. Like I feel like that now sometimes. Sometimes yeah. it feels like when you walk down the street in the city that smiling will get you in trouble. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So then you can't fully properly express yourself we're forced into these like even i've joked around about this stuff for a while now uh and and nobody laughed at it but i just thought it was funny that 
for the longest time our driver's licenses or passports we weren't allowed to smile and i think that that's just a weird thing to force people to give off right because why can't you smile what difference does it fucking make if they're looking at your passport, you'll just have to smile every yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, I've always <laughs> you know? thought that too. That's, that's I, such I don't, a bizarre. Yeah, I've never understood. I was like, is it like a teeth thing? Like, <laughs> no, but even uh, that, yeah, man. If know. you bear whatever you need to bear, <laughs> yeah, right? Like, yeah. if you if you're fine with your smile, your hair you... changes, your teeth can change. You know? Yeah, yeah. But it's it, it is interesting that you say that. Just that feeling of not being able to express yourself, because I just find it interesting that like you feel that way. You know, as like. Uh, as like a white male (laughs) (laughs) I I, I feel like I haven't been able to express myself for uh for decades and it and it's always been life has always been this this journey to find a way to correctly express myself yeah right and so it's led me on a very big journey in life yeah and I've always tried to find ways and now I get it more as I grow up I see like I used to be really into cars and now I see kids in their cars and I get it now. The idea where, you know, you see the guys with loud cars that have to make noise when they drive. Yeah. It's like they can't, they don't have a, a form of yes. expression. expression. So the way that they drive their car becomes an expression and you can hear it. You can hear it with the way the car drives. Like they rip down a street and they make a bunch of noise. It's like that's a guy that can't let it out. So he yeah. gets in his car and yeah, I, I, a thousand percent agree with you. But I was more speaking of just the topic of just like how you said like oh like you, you know walking down the street like you can't express yourself like smiling yeah. will get you in trouble because yeah, yeah, I yeah. just feel like I like I feel that just like a thousand times more amplified. I do it. Yeah. I still do it, and I take those risks. I guess those yeah. those dare attempts at bravery to smile at some people, uh-huh. and it's. You know, sometimes a smile can make a difference and sometimes a smile can change somebody's day. When you do oh, see that, mm-hmm. it is oh, very powerful and you yes. are very like, you know, it does warm you up. But on the whole, it does feel like, because my my go-to with everybody, I would love to just be uh, jokey with everybody. Yes. You know yeah, what I mean? I don't want to take anything yeah. too seriously. So, so it's weird. You go outside and you see people waiting in the line for the grocery store. It's like, I, I have no... Uh, it feels like there's no connection. Anymore. Yeah, and mm-hmm. but I have no can't even feel see smile. or need. I know, right? yeah, yes. that's what I was just thinking. You can't yes. even see when somebody's smiling. There you like, go. See, that's yeah, exactly. Like I went um, around the corner to go get, uh, you know, like a, my freaking juice and muffin, like um, mm-hmm. this coffee place around the corner. And I just remember like um, the girl behind the counter, I would, like I could see her eyes and her mm-hmm. hair. And I was like, and I was like, wow, like she's, you know, she's really beautiful. And I was like, and I couldn't, I was literally thinking to myself, like, I was like, I wish I could see her smile. Like, yeah. you know, or mm-hmm. like at least see that like, I'm, cause you can't tell what people's facial expressions are mm-hmm. anymore. Like yeah. I hate that so much. Like, I know it's, yeah, it's, it's yeah. like you're being wiped away. Yeah. yeah. Wait till the summertime comes. Uh, or I even see it with, with, uh, law enforcement now is very strange. Masks and sunglasses. Yeah. yeah. So you get, so you're like it, it really is this RoboCop thing where I'm like, who am I speaking to? Yeah. I don't I don't know. You need the you need non-verbal. Eye, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You need non verbal communication at, is so important. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, we that, need to that be able was to read each other. Also, that's mm-hmm. something you also learn, I think, with the psychedelics. They show you those mm-hmm. languages, yeah. uh, those yeah. nonverbal languages, yes. oh, yeah. those those ideas of 
sharing thoughts yes. and, and being able to even touch you know yeah, yeah. absolutely all that stuff yeah. you really you really take it to new levels yeah. of being able to um understand these things yeah. and and work within them mm-hmm. i remember the first ever time i i smoked weed was <laughs> right before um it was after i graduated high school and i was at my party in my aunt's neighborhood, um, you know, the one that I used to live with. Mm-hmm. And I was at her neighbor's house, and they were having a big party. And, you know, started rolling up some of my aunt's weed. And I had already been drinking, and I was just like, oh, fuck, yeah, I'll smoke weed, whatever. <laughs> and I did not, you know, my aunt smokes some pretty powerful fucking weed. So <laughs> I was mixed with booze. Yeah, it will amplify that. Yeah, yeah, so I was just like, I think I had like maybe three tokes, and then I was like, well, I need to go lie down. <laughs> but before that, as we were just sharing it, um, my the neighbor's husband had come over and he asked if we, he could share. You know, and we were like, yeah, sure. And you know, and he was older, like they're in their like early forties. And I remember, um, I'm not gonna say his name, but he put his hand like on my shoulder, mm-hmm. and because he made a joke, I laughed, and he was just like, oh, ha ha ha, and yeah. like you know. And the moment he touched me, I felt like this is a bad person mm. I was like you are you are a bad person and I do not want to be near you and I remember wow. I looked at him and I said never do that ever again Good and I just you. it was like my entire demeanor changed mm-hmm. and it was like it like it was like I wasn't even speaking like it wasn't even me I was just like yeah. never oh. touch me and he immediately backed up. He like threw his hands back. He was like, "I'm." He was like, "Oh." He's like, "I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to." And I and then I went, "No, no, no. It's fine." I was like, "It's fine. Just never touch me again. It's okay. You're good. Mm-hmm. Just never touch me again." Like, yeah. you know, because wow. he was probably thinking like, "Oh my god, she's gonna tell people that I'm a fucking pedophile." Right. But it wasn't like that. It was just like, yeah. That's not the feeling that I didn't get the feeling. Oh, you're a pedophile. The feeling that I got was mm-hmm. like, was like something's. It's gonna happen, and I don't know when, but I know it's gonna happen. Right. You and feel a dark energy. A dark yes. energy. Yeah. yeah. And then, um, yeah. A couple months later, uh, he uh, had an affair with the this his wife's best friend. Oh, like just no a couple way. months later, and it was like a huge thing in the neighborhood. Like everyone was very distraught about it, mm-hmm. and I just remember <laughs> sitting there, and I was like. Yeah. It's like, ever since that day, never fucking liked the guy. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I could have told Felt you that. Yeah, mm-hmm. you, you feel it. Mm-hmm. See, that's what, that's another thing that put me into uh, the ideas of, of superpowers and superheroes and shit like that. Uh, I used to uh, like comic books. I was never big into them, but I used to like them. And I liked the X-Men and shit like that. Now yeah. I see that uh, there are these levels of our of our uh being that we can reach and obtain these these higher levels of of consciousness of thinking that uh maybe the perfect human can do everything but all of us can at least do something really like neat and special and stuff like that so and then you start looking at all the x-men that there were and shit like that it starts making sense in very real life like yeah. there was that one that she would take all your powers and all your memories when you would touch her oh mm. rogue. Yes. Rogue. Rogue yeah did that she yeah. would literally I mean? take so, your life so, force yeah. yeah and so there is that sense of, of there yeah. is people that do that that yes that are vampires these energy vampires 100 oh, yes. yeah. and there's so many ways to break those layers down mm-hmm. right yeah. to go that oh this is a very real 
yes. uh, thing. It's not just so much this fantasy world of, of uh, superheroes and comic books or, or uh, yeah. movies or stuff well, like that. Well, all of our it's fantasies like very... come from a place of real life. Absolutely. Oh, 100%. And that is so clear yeah. when you do them. It's like, yes. oh, it's real. Yeah, it's Everything real you thing. thought was fantasy is, is all real. real. Yeah. It's realer than the, like, the government and shit. That's all fake. That's all an illusion. This shit is real. Yeah. Magic, real. real. Mm-hmm. All of the things you were told yeah. are not real or fantasy or myth. It's all real. I thought that that was just a really great note to end that on because I, it's totally true. Everything in this world that you think may not be real, it, it is and it exists in some form in some way. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. For fuck's sake, every time. I don't know why I don't put my phone on do not disturb when I'm recording. It's my biggest flaw. Okay, anyways, thank you guys for joining me on this episode. Uh, my next episode is going to be uh, very deep, very personal, very um, going in-depth in a certain topic. I've been talking about it a lot, but keep your eyes peeled. Thank you so, so much. Follow me on Instagram, tag me in the podcast, and see you next time. Bye.